0: Love
1: Talk Radio. Yeah. You know, I may be young, but I still remember when music used to mean something more.
2: We can't let the music die. I study right rhymes, all I do is grind. I just scored again while y'all napping on the sidelines. <laughs> I'm like Shaq Height, y'all like five nine, so that must be the reason that your face is in my waistline.
1: Should I call time? You need a minute? Yeah, that's my bad. I forgot. Y'all ain't even in it. I don't have to cuss up in my raps to complete a sentence. Wordplay long, and my microphone's on, but my radio's off because that auto tune's gone. Look, can anybody really sing anymore? And that's why we cry when the great
2: ones die because they use it to we the soul in a way we can't. Drive mopping gay, Michael Jay, Teddy P, y'all to me, will never be replacing in I always try to be, because
1: they say RB is dead. But I know it's a lie, it's just patiently waiting for me to bring it back to life. Uh, and I got this, I got this, I got this. I got this. We
2: and welcome back to another exciting hour of Infinite Love Talk Radio, right here on Blog Talks. Our favorite place to hang out, we are your hosts, D and J, and that's right, that's Doug and Jackie, and we welcome you to call in throughout the entire show and join in live in this conversation. You can call in at 347-215-8305 anytime, or you can join us in the chat room, and we'll chat about it. Oh, my goodness. What?
3: We're going to chat about it, you guys. You hear what my husband said Yep, today. We are talking about – that right there was Bobby Tinsley. I know it was feeling real good. We had to keep it going for you guys. I know it's been a minute since we've been on the radio, but we back in full force had to go and concentrate on a couple of them goals. You know, we always talk about our list and setting goals and reaching them, but we have some major ones, so stay tuned to find out all the stuff that we've got down there in the oven baking like some good homemade cake, Okay. Now, today, (laughs) we're talking about life. We are discussing life and the curveballs that's thrown at all of us at any given time, how to navigate through all those ups and downs while keeping your sanity. We will, of course, dish fashion, beauty, relationships, sports, and you guys already know a lot more than that. We're going to give you 60 seconds as well.
2: Uh Uh-oh, 60 seconds. (laughs) Well, to begin with the never-ending list of life's curveballs, you know, We're going to start with not reaching your Mm goal.
1: You know, that
2: put anyone into a big-time slump. You set your goals, (laughs) you work hard, but you know what? You're not attaining your goals. One thing that I can say is never, ever give up on your goals. But one quote that saw me through a lot of times is the road to success Is full of potholes and is always under construction. And you have to understand that when you're going after goals and you're trying to reach those goals, there's always going to be obstacles. And you just can't look at them all the time as obstacles. They are challenges that are going to challenge you along the way to see if you truly, truly want this goal that you have set for yourself because it's not going to be given to you. So sometimes you can get into a little bit of slump when you're not reaching your goals, but guess what? Find another way to work around it and you will reach them. Believe that, people. And you
3: know what, you heard what my husband said, you guys, and he is not kidding with you. He is telling you the real truth. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, people when they don't reach their goals, and and I'm one of those, if if I set myself a high goal, you know, to achieve 10 things off my list in a given day and I don't reach it, I've learned by having, you know, being with my husband and having someone that has a patience, you know about them like my husband has to just breathe don't worry about it do a little bit do what i can accept that and be proud about that if you overlook it and forget to be thankful for you know how that saying goes thankful for what you've got then you miss the forest for the tree so you have to make sure that you know, you're you're telling yourself little little pep talks, like, you know, I didn't reach that goal, but guess what? I already made the attempt to get it, so I'm successful already, and then just keep trying. I have a, you know, a thing with losing 15 pounds, you guys, that's all I have to lose and the reason it's not to be skinny or to look like this or be like that is to feel better is to feel healthy and you know being with an athlete my husband and seeing him in great shape and eating the right foods and really still making it through the day it baffles me to this day because I'm sitting there and I'll be in this store at the grocery store and I'll look and there's candy everywhere there's treats everywhere there's donuts and cupcakes and you find yourself saying you know what one won't hurt me forget it I'll start over again tomorrow and if you continuously do that well when are you going to start, you have to make your decision and do it, and that's one thing that I battle with, and sometimes I'm hard on myself, and I say, darn, why can't I do this, and can't I do that, and it's funny, because if you guys look at our achievements, if you look at just our. our you know individual accomplishments we've made over the years, and just what our radio show alone and being steadfast with it for two years and coming to you guys live and all of that shows that we can if we set our mind to something we can achieve those goals and that's what my husband was just saying about achieving goals and that's what bothers me is how can I get mad about something so simple when um already I've already shown myself and our family that we can achieve whatever we set our minds to so there again, I just want to reiterate, it's about setting goals, and we talked about how you can achieve things and get over it, and, you know, when life throws you these curveballs, you can do it by just, you know, being good to yourself and telling yourself, no matter what, I you know, I have another day, and I can always try again and try harder. Next time, go harder, you know what you be saying? next. <laughs> next, we have someone else's childish, rude, or bad behavior that's directed at you for no apparent reason can throw a curveball, you know, a life curveball at you. And I used to get really upset, you guys, about that kind of stuff. And I've also learned, again, there again comes in learning that patience, and this is how you deal with it. You just breathe and you really look at it and and ask yourself, is this something that I need to be upset about? Is this really something that I need to be angry about? Every day we find out more and more that there's people sick, there's people dying, there's earthquakes going on there's you know all kinds of el nino and all sorts of things happening in the world and you know folks not coming home that left in the morning and never returned back home and they're missing and all the different things if you guys are you know if you follow or avid watchers of the news and stuff and you have to realize that someone acting that way could be a million different reasons on why they're doing it and it's better to try to ignore them and think good thoughts just move yourself away from them and it took Ten years for me to realize that don't confront them. And a lot of times when someone's miserable, misery loves company. They want you to be upset because maybe they're upset. Right, babe?
2: Uh, you hit it right on the head, baby. I was just I was waiting. I was <laughs> over here like, let me, let me in, let me in. No, but, you know, it is a lot of the time someone's rude or bad behavior, right. you guys have nothing to do with you, but it has everything to do with them, how they're feeling, how they are portraying themselves what they look in the mirror and what they see and they want you to be just like my wife says misery enjoys company they want you to be along that journey with them that ride with them because they're feeling in such a way that someone Mm -hmm. else has to feel this because i can't take this myself (laughs) i need somebody you got to come with me and that's not a bad thing you just have to look at them and say you know what i forgive you and you just keep on moving on
3: and you just keep on moving
2: on that's oh, right,
3: I got echoing going on on my phone, so if I if you guys hear that, just ignore it. You know, sometimes that happens, and I can hear that I have a little bit of a hoarse voice. I'm fighting through a cold. I should take some airborne while I'm thinking about it right now. In fact, that's what I'm going to do, you guys, so you're going to hear me slurping in a few minutes. But this is what you tell people when they be tripping and stuff. Just tell them this. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Okay? In other words... Don't be rubbing it in their face, but let them know they're not going to bring you down. They're not going to steal your joy. If they're angry and they're upset and you can't give them a nice word and that made us make them smile, ignore them. Just ignore them. Next, baby.
2: That's right, baby. Now listen to this. This is one everyone has, money blues. And then guess what, you guys? <laughs> When the money blues comes, the bills start stacking up, and guess mm-hmm. what? No way to pay them. This is a curveball that any and everyone is just, yeah. they're just hating. No Did one's you, immune. No, no one is immune to the money blues. I mean,
1: Bill Gates got bills. He <laughs> just don't have to pay them. Myosin. <laughs> right.
2: The interest pays his, but that's okay because you know what? Can you stay? and weather the storm. Get yourself a plan, maybe to pay a little at a time. And you know what? You'll be very surprised that if you call these bill collectors, they will work out something with you, some type of plan that works within what you have. And if you can just I don't know about that, that honey, because
3: if they owe me, I want my money. Yes, my no, mama, no. no, I'm just but kidding. I'm just putting you put a little <laughs>
2: something down on it? Can you, can you put a little something on it? you
3: put down payment? Could you put it on the,
2: Yes. No, Look, I'm just
3: kidding. We're kidding, y'all. We're kidding.
2: During this time, you just have to find a way to make ends meet. Yeah. And guess what? There will be a turnaround. Believe that everything goes around and comes around. Everyone's not always on the top. You got to struggle a little bit, but when your time comes, enjoy your time, y'all. Almost
3: <laughs> most definitely and I got something for you guys too. Make yourself a list. Write down all your bills. Chippy away at them little by little. I know that every day other stuff comes up and you have to still spend, but always leave yourself an out. Always leave yourself away to cover things if an emergency happens and you won't lose. Next, we have breakups. We all know they can really be messy, right? Well, breakups, you know, for a lot of people, I get a lot of emails all the time, and I'm sorry that I can't answer each one, but I swear, you guys, we be so busy, it's crazy. We got... So much happening right now, and like I told you, I can't give you um, the heads up on everything we have going on. But we got a lot of projects happening. You know, it's the transition from my husband playing basketball to um, becoming a businessman. So that's what we're doing. We're laying the groundwork and the foundation to have um, a successful, long, and prosperous career in other things. So. Um, that's why I can't answer you guys' emails when you write me about that whole thing about breakups. But, ladies, I just want to tell you that, you know, life is not over. You can start over. You can always talk to your mate that you are thinking about breaking up with and try to work things out with them as well. So. You know that's one thing. You know when life throws you that curveball, it can be hard. And that's what we're talking about in this segment of the show. Before we jump into fashion and beauty, is life's curveballs and when they're thrown at us, how do we navigate through them? And honey, what would you say? Because we get we get emails all the time. Some of them you don't probably get, you know you don't read because you're teaching, doing and doing your workouts, and doing all your life stuff. Mm-hmm. So. For instance, we got one from a guy the other day, and he was like, okay, this might seem a little feminine, and I'm sorry that I'm emailing you guys on your MySpace, but I really didn't know how else to reach you guys, and you really are a good example for couples and blah, 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 but I know that no relationship is perfect, and I met the girl that I thought was my dream girl five years ago. We've been together we're engaged and now we're starting to run into problems. We're hitting roadblocks. We're trying to plan our wedding. She wants to spend this enormous amount of money on that and I'm telling her it's a recession. Although she has a good job and so do I. Why do we need to spend our money on that? Because instead of saving for a rainy day and having a simpler wedding, so we're button heads not just on that. She's starting to play games and, you know, flirt and that kind of thing. So would you stay with a person like that or would you and try to work it out or would you guys not? What would you do? So how would you answer him?
2: You know, it's hard to say in situations like that because it's easy to say, yo, man, just beat it, uh, leave her, uh, move (laughs) forward. Uh, But you know what? It it depends on your heart and your soul and really where you're at, what you're willing to go through. Because when you get married with a person, you're with them, and you guys are down together, and you're going to go through it, and you're going to go through it together. And if you're willing to do that, I'm saying stay in it, figure it out. It'll be okay. I'm digging what you're saying about a recession and all those different things. Maybe instead of saying we're going to have this one big wedding, do something like we do. We get married every year, and we have a whole bunch of different weddings, and some are big, some are small. And that may be something that she might gravitate toward, and you give her a different, find the solution to your problems because there's always a solution. Don't just cut it off unless you know that, hey, this ain't the one, and if it's not the one, move on, man.
3: Yeah, and that's right. And uh, another thing, she could be flirting for your attention. So talk to her and see if maybe you're not paying her enough attention, I would have to say. But moving on, honey, what's the next one? Well,
2: this kind of goes into that is not knowing how to move your life forward. And then, you know, this is one that is the pitch. You know, sometimes you just get stalled. You go one forward or uh, one backward, two forward, What? What my wife said, get a plan, clean your head, maybe even a vacation, not a big expensive one, just something just to relax and clear your head. Give yourself some time to think of what it is that you want, and your life will move forward, guaranteed.
3: And i got something to say on that one, too, honey. Like, for example, you guys all know that we always on the grind. We're always doing something. we all, we got all these businesses, and, you know, our kids are doing their careers, and they, you're never too young to help your children and to start establishing their lifelong path and to keep them on the right path. Because right now, if you guys are paying attention to high schools and middle schools, you know that they're doing drugs and methamphetamines and all kinds of different drugs. that I don't even know the names of some of them. I know what heroin is. And her, is that a heroin or heroin or whatever? It is? I can spell it. i tell you that. And crack cocaine and smoking cigarettes and drinking and all the different things that they're doing now that they really wasn't doing when we were all in school. Well, some of them was. Of course, I was just fighting when I was in school. I don't know. I was beating girls up and stuff. But I'm just saying, you know, it's real dangerous in school and everything. So it's never too early to start your kids off and giving them a path so that their mind is occupied with achieving things, even if it's not nothing you know, material or financial, for financial gain, they're still achieving their goals. Like, you know, you want to learn how to shoot baskets with one hand, you know, for a son per se? Well, you practice. And the same with our daughter. You want to write another book, you'll be on your second book. She's writing it right now currently. And you want to, you know, get four books out like your parents or your mother, then do that. You know, you have to dedicate the time and sacrifice. And that's what we're kind of doing right now. It's hard because we're away from our hometown. We're away from where we are comfortable and we want to be. And as you can tell, I have a cold, but that's from lack of sleep because we grind it. We work it every single day. And that's what it all comes down to is moving your life forward is what are you willing to put in to make sure that you're achieving what you're looking for. And my husband's shaking his head. He's agreeing with me, and I'm feeling real good right now. This wine is nice. We're doing the show hella late tonight because we had some really big things going on earlier today and uh, for our kids, and we really couldn't do it earlier. And um, we're just happy to be back, really. And we're going to be back every week. And we got some surprises for you guys. So just be staying tuned because we can't say it too early, you know. But um, the next one we have is in this whole segment about um, life and throwing curveballs is jealousy. We all run into it at one time or another. It could be from your best friend. It could be from your mate. It could be from you being jealous yourself about something that someone else has and you don't have. That's something that would definitely hold your life down and and really make you um, stagnant. You know, it will block your blessings. I like to say to people. So it's not nothing that's not normal. Everybody feels it at one time or another. I might say, oh, you got them shoes. I want them, and they don't got them in my size. They don't even have a nine-and-a-half. I'm jealous. You know, it just all depends, you know. But if you have that envious kind, that evil kind, that hurtful kind, that kind that you're thinking about in the middle of the night and you wake up and you've had a dream about it and you're still seething, then you you need yeah. to get some counseling. <laughs> counseling or, you know, basically just go in the closet, close the door, Turn off the light and just talk to yourself and tell yourself there's really no reason to be jealous. You can achieve anything you guys want. And I got tons of emails a couple weeks ago. I think it was after our last show or something. You guys was like, oh, my God, it's so great. But, you know, listening to somebody that's already successful, it's hard for us to believe that, it's, you know, you guys are struggling too. And it's so funny to us because we're like, we have the same type of things going on over here. We just choose to dig in, you know, roll up our sleeves, type of thing. So don't be jealous, you guys. And then we're going to round this segment out with my husband finishing the last one, and we're going to jump right on into fashion and beauty and lifestyle tips.
2: Well, you know that coveted promotion, you think that it's yours. Actually, you know that it's yours. You smell it. It's inside of you. That promotion is yours. Well, until the new guy arrives in the office and all of a sudden it's not yours. These are life (laughs) obstacles. These are the things that are thrown in your way, but guess what? To this one, everyone, everything happens for a reason, and when one door opens, believe me, believe us, another one opens. When one door closes, another one opens. And be happy for the person. And guess what? Keep working. Keep your head down. You never know what your blessing is going to be when something like this happens because you'll be surprised that you think that this is that thing that you got to have and you need it and you want it. And it's just Stop you're it. not going to live without <laughs> it. And all of a sudden you don't get it and you think you're going to die. But you'll be so surprised because the real blessing is just right around the corner.
3: That's right, babe. And like you said, everything does happen for a reason. You might not get that promotion. That person might get it, but then another better job might come along for you. Next, we're going to jump right on down into fashion, lifestyle, and beauty tips. And this week we have, of course, for you guys some really cool stuff. There is this new lip gloss out. For the ladies out there, it's called Clarine's Lip Luster. Oh, my God. I know if you guys wear MAC, which our daughter does. Well, she don't anymore. It's called MAC Lip Gloss and Lip Blast. Excuse me, it's very heavy, and it's sticky, and nobody likes it. So we learned on this trip down here that there's another one, and it's called Clarins Lip Luster, and it's, it's like Vaseline or vitamin E. It, it goes on so smooth, and it's, it keeps your lips really, really um, moist because down here in this kind of humidity and the weather and all of that, it can really dry your skin out, you know, and your lips out and stuff. So you guys want to try it, get Clarins Lip Luster lip gloss. I'm telling you, it's hot, and your guy or girl will love it.
2: I was going to say, what happened to, to Vaseline. I mean, let's just keep it simple, y'all. Well, you okay. don't want to well, Chinese food, you guys, mm, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and if you're in uh, Southern California, Los Angeles area, go Anywhere. to Chin Chin's. Well, they only have four locations, and I'll let you know that is Beverly Hills, West Hollywood, and Brentwood because I go to them all. Uh, they it. used to have one in Vegas, but they don't anymore. But Chinese Chicken Salad Chin Chin's restaurant, everybody, check it
3: out. And he ain't kidding you guys He eats that, that stuff so I ain't gonna say it's crap Because I used to like it too But he just eats it all the time Next we have I have something special for you guys I have um, for a tip that you have to have to have And here it is right here
1: Hey baby I'm ready to take a feel Hey baby, welcome to my home Tonight it's you and
3: Okay, I ain't going to play it all for you guys. That's Knock It Out the Park, and I'm going to let you guys do the math and go find out who it is that sings It's called Knock It Out the Park. You're going to have to go to iTunes and find out who. Uh, it's either between my Sean and another artist.
2: You're knocking it out the park? All right. <laughs> okay. Hey. If you want white teeth, everybody they got a million toothpaste out there and all types of different things. But you know, what, keep it old school. I'm old school. Arm and Hammer baking soda. Yep. Dip your toothbrush in there, brush definitely. your teeth for about 30 seconds. A couple of days, you guys will be rocking and rolling. I'm telling you, Arm and Hammer.
3: Yep, definitely. And that's what the celebrities use too to keep their teeth all light for the movies and all that. Next, we have Leggings, ladies, for a quick and sexy fit and look. And if you want got meetings, business, whatever, and you don't feel like- in suits and boots and the skirts and the whole heels and all that, and if you're beating the pavement every day like a lot of women are, they're very comfortable, they're very cute. You can put flats on with them, a blazer, a nice top, and voila, you have a cool outfit and you look business appropriate to make things happen, you know, to grind and get it done.
2: No question. I'm going to keep it uh, Asian right here, and I'm going with the fortune cookies. Not just regular fortune what? cookies. We're talking chocolate fortune cookies, white or dark chocolate. Guess what, you guys? You get your fix, and you get good news all at once. you got to like that. And you might get some lottery numbers. Check them out.
3: Now, what he's talking about, you guys, is Chin Chin's has these new fortune cookies that's dipped in white chocolate or dark chocolate and you can eat them but you open it and there's a fortune inside as well but we just ordered like a big bag of white ones because they're just delicious and our son likes the dark chocolate ones so you got to try them next and final for mine is cologne you guys know i'm a fragrance junkie and i have the hottest tip for you guys it's called zara and i don't know if they have it in other places but there's this little stores little like boutique like stores simple little place and it's it's funny because me and Shanny both our daughter Shanny picked it up at the same time and smelled it and both turned around and walked to the counter and bought it like a month ago because it just smells so good. We were sharing a bottle. You know, we both put in for it, but it smells so good. And whenever we wear it, people are like, what is that? So it's called Zara. You might be able to look it up on Google.
2: Oh, a, I can smell it. I can smell it. Uh, digital frames. You're asking what's that for your office, for your homes. These digital frames hold thousands of pictures, not just one picture in the digital frame. You can see that loved one again and again. Every few seconds the frame changes a picture to something <laughs> else. Check them out. Digital frames, y'all.
3: Next, we're going to jump right on down, and we're going to go right to 60 seconds. You know, that's our favorite area of the show, and today my husband's going to go ahead and he's going to break it down for you. He's going to give you his 60 seconds, and then we're going to give you some hot topics and jump into sports.
2: Well, you know what? Right before sports, I'm going to keep it sports with my 60 seconds, and today it's sports culture. Guess what? Sports culture gives us many things, triumphs and disappointments. You have your saviors. And your goats, it's like the seasons. Winter, spring, summer, and fall, one brings the next. Baseball brings hockey and basketball, which brings golfing and football, etc. It keeps on going. This cycle gives us new champions like ripe fruit. We are sometimes given bad apples, but we never let them spoil the whole bunch. Truly, The variety of sport has something for everyone. So enjoy whatever your flavor may be, but check it out, you guys. Try them all. Sports, cultures, where is that? That's 60 seconds.
3: (laughs) Oh my God. Here's mine, you guys. Here's where my mind's at right now.
2: Unity, not uniformity, must be our aim. We attain unity only through variety. Differences must be integrated, not annihilated. We are the youth,
1: we are the world. There comes a time when we heed a certain call When the world comes together as one
3: So good, you guys. That is We Are The World. Our daughter, Shannon produced it. Um, She actually executive produced it, and Bobby Tinsley produced it. It's going to be debuting on BET coming up, so make sure you guys watch it when it comes on. The video is done. It's on YouTube. It's already got 42,000 views. That's with no promotion, just word of mouth. Everybody's loving it. So that's where my mind's at right now. I know it's over 60 seconds, so I lost the contest, but I wanted you guys to (laughs) enlighten yourself with a little bit of what we... Um, really love and we get a lot a lot a lot of people calling about it every day so now we're going to jump right on down into our favorite favorite place do you know what place that is baby
2: yeah i, I think i do hello uh yes that's what? right it would be the sports <laughs> section of the show you already know what's happening I, and i believe that we have uh, someone on the line to whistle. are you there You burning the late night that oil, That's what I'm talking about, Wizzle. Man, listen here, man. We, we going. We not even. We got not going to talk basketball yet. Just just hold that thought. I know your brain got a lot of basketball on it. NFL, Wizzle. There's been some what? things happening since we last talked. It's been a second. The the East in 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 uh, the National Football League is looking kind of crazy. I want to talk to you, Brandon Marshall to the Dolphins, size, confidence, hands. What does
0: he do for the Dolphins? Well, obviously, uh, first and foremost, he's going to make a, a heck of a quarterback out of Chad hitting. Uh He obviously brings a lot of experience and, and a lot of confidence. So uh, they really, really picked up a, a, a real good uh, piece this offseason. Uh, it's just amazing that uh, the teams are willing to part with that level of, of of talent for practically nothing.
2: Man, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. We're not just talking a wide receiver. We're talking a dominant wide receiver that could actually change the fortune. Like you said, he turns a regular quarterback into somebody who looks special all of a sudden. Now, speaking of wide outs, Pittsburgh gets rid of Santonio Holmes to not only just somebody they send him to the Jets tell me about that
0: you know and there's obviously I'm sure we I I see where you're going with this it just doesn't you know if I'm a managing a a sports team and I wouldn't want to send a guy to the competition I mean I know we're all competition where ultimately there's one team that wants to win it doesn't matter what division what league any sport ultimately one team wants to win Uh, it's not about having the best division uh, but uh, it's just weird that that a management would just give up on 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 this, these, these huge talent pieces, and, and and I realize that you know maybe there's personal issues or there's you know issues that that are in house that we don't want to deal with, but uh, just to, to to send them to the competition, I'm talking about division rivalries, yeah. is uh, it, it, it makes me wonder.
2: I would have to say that this would probably make the Jets a favorite. I mean, I'm thinking that they, that they got to be right up there. I mean, the top uh, – I don't know what the odds are in Vegas, but would you say the Jets are probably in the top five, top three?
0: I think that uh, if you put a little bit of money on uh, on the Jets to win it all, I think you could uh, probably come away with a little something. Uh, I think they did well in the off season as far as you already know defensively what they have. Uh, with picking up a a, a running back, a a, a wide receiver, another cornerback for the other side. They're going to be really solid, and they're going to be a really tough team, especially with one year under the belt for a rookie, uh, Mr. Mark Sanchez.
2: No question about it, Mr. Grievous also. Now, the Redskins, uh, Philly just, I guess they blow it up, and they give up on McNabb. What do you think about that? Uh, McNabb going to the Redskins, can they do anything?
0: Um, I, I I really like that deal. Um, obviously, I, I think that uh, the Andy Reid. Uh, this it, you know uh, this is a different situation than say a, a Brandon Marshall because I I really genuinely think that they did the best did the best thing for Donovan and I, I think that they tried to really grant him his wishes. Uh, I think that they came into a point where um, we've tried it, and I think that we could. Uh, Make a, a a respectful split right now because I'm ready to go another direction. Uh, we, but at the same time, we know you're talented and you deserve a chance to win. Maybe we haven't given you everything that that normally normal uh, teams that and great quarterbacks would have as their tools. But uh, uh, he's going to have them right now in in Washington, and I think that uh, with the coach uh, also with Shanahan, uh, I think they'll, they'll they'll do pretty good. And I think that uh, a, he'll be really solid there.
2: Uh, you, you know, I was going to say that, but you you said it. I think you know a lot of people had try, have tried in Washington with the Redskins. The, la- the latest victim was Jim Zorn, but Mike Shanahan brings a system. I can't even really believe that Denver had given up on him. I think that he turns the Redskins around, and this was a great great pickup. Now, with we got the draft coming up and it's it's coming soon, NFL draft. I it's looking like it, it's going to be Sam Bradford that goes number one. Uh, a massive skill set a big guy with an arm and it looked like uh, he was dropping back seven step could roll out of the pocket he could move around a little bit what What do you think about Braffer uh,
0: obviously uh he, he really looks good um the big arm and and also a smart guy is also uh and and, and almost a safe pick uh so to speak you get a, a guy who's who's talented he's he's got a a pass in terms of uh, college uh, he's got a bunch of records uh he's obviously talented and smart so uh, you got to have somebody uh, at the at the helm of your team and he's got to represent your team well and uh, obviously you got to start with a good pick so uh it looks like he might be the number 1 uh, also there's a couple of sleepers in terms of uh receivers out there that have been catching a lot of flack for this and that and uh, it's just amazing the double standards with with players in the league, and uh, not to get off the subject, but Ben Roethlisberger, say for example, I mean uh, somebody else gets in trouble and, and they get released, and and just for you know making a guy the, the league giving the league a black eye, and I don't know, there's just a lot of double standards going on, a lot of weird stuff, but in the end, I think that uh, everybody knows. What you're supposed to do, and and and, and wh- why teams do what they do.
2: No question about it. I'm going to jump back to that because I, I agree with you uh, about Ben. Uh, I think it's $100 million that they paid him, whatever it was, and you're looking at one thing that Santonio is doing and something that Ben is doing uh, not once but repeatedly, and it's a it's a different type of standard that's set up. But that I think that's old school, and there's probably a lot more behind the scenes that you don't know that's going into that. And someone said on ESPN the other day that the first time that this happened to Ben, he got up there and his whole team was behind him and the coach was behind him and everyone was standing there and everybody galvanized together. And this time when you seen Ben, he was in the locker room and he was all by himself. So this could probably. Possibly be the last swing for Ben Roethlisberger as a Pittsburgh Steeler if he doesn't win. And he, you know, this is a guy who's won two championships already, who really was submitting his legacy and uh, and kind of got into it with Terry Bradshaw. There, a guy who has definitely submitted his legacy as as a Pittsburgh Steeler. Whistle, and uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see how that unfolds. Uh, Sam Bradford, you say he's upper echelon, number one. We got this second tier, whistle. Now we're talking Tim Tebow, Colt McCoy, Jimmy Clausen. Out of those three guys, who do you think is going to have the best shot at being uh, a really good quarterback in the NFL?
0: You know, I, I like all those guys. They're really good quarterbacks in terms of for college. But and, and I know that Tim Tebow is catching a lot of flack. I, I just – maybe I haven't watched enough on the drills and, and you know, like when he's uh, in the combine and, and, and when they're going through some of the drills. And cause I hear a lot of stuff about his arm and, you know, maybe I'm not – or his his mechanics. But I, I just I, – I like a guy who, who's got an engine in him and, and – I mean, if if you're confused about having a quarterback, I, I I wouldn't have a problem having Tim Tebow at least try, as opposed to have the the quarterback uh, where the who did uh, Mike Hongren just get rid of Brady Quinn? I would, you yeah. know what? I'd rather have Tim Tebow than Brady Quinn, and that's just being honest. I like a guy. He's on. I mean, he's he seems like he approaches the game, and and he he fights with his team. I I mean, it's it's kind of. Weird how people get this bum rap, uh, but but I, I think I would honestly take him out of those guys. I, I like the fact that he's willing to move. I like his size, and it's going to be in the NFL. And I uh, I know his 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 uh, his forty times probably weren't as uh, agile as you would like, but I'm sure that at the same time it was a lot better than a lot of the uh, the NFL quarterbacks that we have. Probably a lot better than Matt Hasselbeck and some of the some of the really. <laughs> Pretty good quarterback, so uh, I think I would give Tebow a shot, and I'd like to have him on my team underneath a good pro and learn a system because I think he really has a lot of talent, and it's, it's just a shame that uh, that maybe if he was behind Kurt Warner, you'd see something, you know, something special. I think that he has a chance to to, to do something special because of his body and skill set.
2: I totally agree with you. He's a guy that you're you're not going to – it's not going to be a bad thing if you take a chance on Tim Debo, I think. And I think the Jacksonville Jaguars may do that, and they may be – and you want – he's one of those guys that you want to see do well, and at the same time, you know he's a leader. The guys are going to follow because they are going to see that he's really down with them, and he's giving it everything he got. Well, People, we are going to be updating the NFL draft as it draws closer. It will be coming in a couple weeks, so stay tuned. Just wanted to talk a little quarterback talk with the whistle. But what's going on right now is the NBA playoffs whistle. I, I want to get your take. We had eight games in the last two days. A bunch of teams are up 1 nothing. There were eight home games, seven of them were won by the home teams. The only one to lose, and I will start there, is Portland Phoenix. Uh, I still have. Phoenix in six, Wizzle. Portland, uh, this is a team, Nate McMillan, it kind of reminds you of how he played. He was a player that just, you know, it didn't matter. He could kind of do a little bit of everything. He played extremely hard. He listened to the coach. He, he was a good guy. He's built the team around players like that, and it doesn't matter who goes out, who gets hurt. Brendan Roy is not in now. He keeps on winning. Uh, what do you think about uh, Portland's chances in this one?
0: Well, I I really I like Portland. Uh, It's unfortunate uh, the injury that occurred to Brandon Roy. Um, Obviously, uh, it's it's something that you have to deal with. Your knees are very serious, people. It's uh, the equivalent of uh, your 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 shock absorbers (laughs) for your wheels. So, uh, obviously, uh, they got a lot of talent. Uh, They go deep on the bench. Uh, Nate does a good job of getting the best team that he can have out on the court and I think that's where he really really uh shines as an NBA coach uh he really works hard on getting the best team that he can and it doesn't matter who he has in the game it seems like everybody responds plays hard and they play uh play with a with a, a sense of urgency for their minutes and that's very important too as a player you want to when I impress every minute that you're out there and, and earn everything that you get. So uh, I, I like like what Nate's doing. I think that they got a chance to really upset him. Uh, I like Amari Sedemire. I think he's a fantastic talent. I think Steve Nash is amazing for where he's at right now. But I just think that their talent after that falls off dramatically. Uh, I like Grant Hill. He looks good at times. He's a very good player. Uh, his legs look fresh. And 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 all that, but he's still, you know, the you got upper tier players and very good players, and that difference is is is, is just can be covered by the fact that Portland has a good team, and as when we put bring Marcus Camby in like tonight, he had a what was it, six points, 14 rebounds, a couple points. That's the kind of thing that he's going to do pretty much every night. And and whatever you got from Nash and and, and Amari Stoudemire is what you're going to get. They're probably going to both give you about uh, 30, 30 points, uh, 10 rebounds, 12, 14 rebounds for Amari, Amari Stoudemire, about 12 assists for uh, Steve Nash. And then you got to wonder who else is going to pick up the slack. Who's going to get hot tonight? Can Jason Richardson do it? And, and I just think that they got a lot of talent on the bench on Portland that uh, each game they can have a guy step up and be huge. I think Martell Webster can step up next game and be huge. Obviously, Batum had a good game. And I think that they could win by committee. And I think that's a, just a testament to Nate's coaching and, and, and the the effectiveness of putting a good team out there.
2: I, I agree with you. It was funny because the announcers on uh, TBS were talking about the fact that Phoenix and Portland is a really good matchup for Portland and they didn't really understand why. And when you look at it, Nash and Stoudemire, uh you got Batoon who's sticking Nash, Andre Miller overpowers Nash at 31 tonight, LaMarcus Aldridge, Marcus Camby, those are two power forwards that stick Stoudemire so all of a sudden he becomes a wash and like you said, they fall off in talent dramatically on the bench when Phoenix goes to the bench. Uh, this is going to be an interesting series. I still think Phoenix can pull it out because they can score points and I got them in six. Uh, Dallas over San Antonio today. This is one that a lot of people are thinking may go seven games with a big-time trade midseason. Brendan Hayward, Karan Butler come to the Dallas Mavericks and now they seem to be rocking and rolling. Dirk Nowinski is playing out of his mind. JT, that's the Jet. Terry didn't have a good game tonight, but he started hitting some late. Uh, where is Parker at. They started heel over Parker. Uh, what do you see in this one? I, I got Dallas in seven games. What do you
0: think? Uh, I That sounds about accurate. I could actually see it in about six, and it's not a knock against any Spurs fans or a knock against San Antonio. I just think that Dallas uh, really has felt like they have been a better team than San Antonio for the past few years. And regardless of of, of where they stood in terms of, uh, of the playoffs or, or going to the finals, I think they're still kind of riding off the finals course, if you will. I think Dallas really is a is a bitter team in terms of really feeling like they're not getting all the credit that they deserve. And, they, and they, it really looks like now more so than ever that they're playing with like a nasty attitude, and, and, and you've got to have that. I mean, Karan Bubba obviously brings that. You've got to have some guys with that look on your face. Uh, it could be the eye of the tiger, or it could be when you walk down the street and you see Bobo nuk knucking him, and they make you walk across the street. It's that look on the face that means that we're here for business, and they really look like they were uh, handling their business. And I don't think they're afraid of San Antonio and, uh, or what they can do. So I I, th- I think that they, they get them in six games.
2: There you go, in six. Well,
0: staying in the Western Conference,
2: Utah, Denver. Uh, got Denver going in five games. When you look at Utah, Mamedo Core tears his Achilles tendon in game one. Terrible, terrible loss for them. Uh, Andre Karolinko strained calf, but you know what we've seen, Wizzle, is we've seen that Deron Williams is the real deal. He needs Carlos Boozer to step up, and beyond that, I don't think they really have anyone. Mello goes for 42. J.R. Smith, 11 points in about a minute and 30 seconds. Uh, He can can explode any time. That's Chauncey Billis leading the way. Uh Kenyon Martin looks not too bad. I mean coming off of Tendonitis and you always have Nene. Uh I, I just think that they have too much in Denver and, and they win in five. What do you think?
0: And that sounds like an accurate figure. Uh obviously you talk about uh the, the cast of characters and, and that's interesting people. You gotta check the games out and notice the talent pool as it falls off. I mean the second team that comes in, uh, comes in off the bench, has to come in with the type of swagger and and the type of confidence that that enables them to play like a, a starter, and 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 that's why the teams that are really really doing well or have a, a six men of the year type players uh, uh, really take advantage of that because you got uh, you know just a different approach. It's not like. the talent really falls off you got guys who are really trying to take it to you and i just think that denver overall has too much talent i think that um they could if they wanted to they could put two or three players out there at a time and stretch it out in combinations and and really can really work it work the, the lineup so i'm going with denver in five on that one too
2: And we got in the Western Conference, Wizzle, L.A., Lakers, and OKC. I was on ESPN Radio, and I was going to say 4-1. The Lakers win, but 4-0 popped out of my mouth, and i got to stay with that. I'm calling the Lakers on a sweep. I know everybody was down on them because they were playing crappy at the end of the year. You see you got Gasol, Lamar Odom stepped up. Fisher's going to hit some big shots. Uh, Bynum played uh, extremely well for missing so much time, and I I really like Kobe in a distributor role, playing more Steve Nash's with more athletic skill and more of a killer instinct at the end. Uh, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. These are two young players, Wizzle, that uh, I really like. I enjoy watching. Their telltale I don't think really will be now. It will be next year. Can you guys get 50 again next year and really prove that you are where you're at? Uh, 4-0 might be pushing it for the Lakers. Uh, what do you think,
0: Wizzle? You know what? I think that could be accurate. Their best chance uh, might have been uh Today. Uh, obviously, uh, you got to get out there and, and and treat it like a regular game. And if that's what you do, I know that the intensity jumps up. Uh, and I was thinking to myself, if it's your first playoff game, would you like to have Ron Artest sticking you and with you know, saying <laughs> you don't like his hair? You know what I mean? And he's me than you, and he's playing with that playoff intensity. I'm sure it was a wake up right. experience for uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, I'm sure there's been games where he's been going for 40, you know, going for 40 points plus on guys, and the defense wasn't where it was today in terms of uh, hands, uh, people in the passing lanes, uh, you call it schemes, the way they load up schemes for your players, uh, and really uh, it was just the inexperience of Oklahoma showed. You saw the bright spots, you saw why they were there. They play hard, they take advantage of uh, loose balls, they rebound and do everything well, but. I think, in the end, experience will bite her in the butt's and 4-0 isn't unheard of. So uh, I'm going with the Lakers in the sweep. And a note on that. You had to take notice of the green Sonics t-shirts in the back of the Oklahoma I bench. I
2: saw that. I saw it. Was that number 22? Was that John Johnson? I don't know who that was, but I really saw that. The green and gold was out, baby. That's right. Represents Seattle. I'm a little bitter, OKC, okay, but you know what? Okay, I'm going to breathe right here. We're going to go to the Eastern Conference, Miami versus Boston. I got Boston in six. I thought Miami had their best chance to grab a game, and if they would have, I might have changed my mind. But uh, Mr. Wade needs a running mate. Uh, Jermaine O'Neal doesn't look like he really has it any longer. Uh, Michael Beasley, this is your time, big fella, to step up. 6'10 lefty with some game. I mean, you got to show it but uh a lot of savvy a lot of panache a lot of things that uh Boston has with all their whole cast and 15 years of peace for four or five guys i, I just think they're going to overwhelm them what do you think here
0: um yeah uh, without a doubt um you know you hit it right on the head uh Miami has a great chance you're up 12 14 points you're in Boston you got the crowd quiet and this is that, this is heaven for being on the road in terms of uh, uh, shutting a team up. And, and we talk about the term of, uh, of putting your foot on a team's neck, if you will. You got them on the road. You took their crowd out. You take the belief out. You take wind out the sails. The boat doesn't move. And they really, really allowed a big one to get away. Uh, the, the, the whole fiasco with uh, Kevin Garnett and, and Quentin uh, Richardson uh, really wasn't a big deal. It did add to the, the flavor of the game. i got to give Paul Pierce a lot of credit for kind of accentuating that. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, if you're hurt, just sit out. I mean, I'm just playing. Right. I really yeah, like it. <laughs> it, it. It made the game. It made some great theatrics. Uh, it's unfortunate that Kevin Gardner is going to have to sit out last game. I mean, the next game. Um, it it's really weird with the technology we have. You would think that you would see a flagrant elbow, and I I did see one, but then there's a view where it looks like they're grabbing him, and it it looks like he's trying to get out of a pile of heat players. So, I mean, it's kind of weird. That's another side note. But I really like the chance uh, that uh, I take take notice of the chance, I should say, that they blew. I think that uh, they win probably one game now, and, and, and Boston will handle them.
2: Yes, and, and by the way, Q Richardson, if you're going to get five twenty-five thousand 25000 and get elbowed, get your money's worth, baby, get your money's worth. Okay, Milwaukee and Atlanta, I got Atlanta in five. Jennings, he looks like a one-man show, no bogey. Uh, Mike Bibby's going to hit big shots. Joe Johnson's bringing it. Jamal, first time around. This is his type of game. Uh, this isn't a big story. I think Atlanta
0: in five. What do you think? And I think Atlanta and four. Uh, I think Ooh. it just go ahead and yeah. handle it. <laughs> nothing disrespectful. I just think that right now um, there's a lot of problems with Milwaukee. Obviously, they're one of their key players are hurt. Uh, but hey, let's make it. Let's stop for a moment and, and and focus on Brandon Jennings. You have a guy who has 32 points at the end of third quarter and ends up with. Thirty points, and he ends up with. I mean, he basically sat him out the whole fourth quarter. I mean, it's, so obviously that's you know coaching. Uh, Scott Skiles, you you do have playoff experience as a player, but it's a different thing as a coach. Uh, and, and right now they're maybe out of their league a little bit. But I, also one side comment: Did you see the technology that that Bogut was wearing on his arm? What kind of Wow, oh,
2: Well, if you saw how it broke, baby, you know you you need the six million dollar man jump right about now. Uh, Charlotte in Orlando, five games. I'm going to Orlando again. I thought Charlotte had one chance today to get one and maybe turn the tides, put the pressure on Orlando. Jameel gets thirty-one. Tremurk is 31. Dwight Howard, nine blocks. Steven Jackson, Gerald Wallace. I mean, they're doing all they can. Uh, I just think Orlando has too much. But this will be the time that MJ probably puts his stamp on the team as a owner. Their first time in the playoffs, uh, I, I just think Orlando's going to have too much for
0: him. Yeah, I, I believe, uh, I agree with you completely. Orlando has too much at stake to play for. Uh, I, I think they're more experienced. A more oiled machine. Uh, it's not a knock against Michael Jordan's Bobcats. Uh, they're very good. Uh, you really can see some of the talent and some of the changes that they need to make in terms of personnel-wise. Uh, Gerald Wallace is a stud, and you got to give him his credit. I'm really extremely happy for him. I know he's one of your former teammates, and and uh, just to see him out there and and really play hard as he does and 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 to put it on the line. I, I like to see a guy, and I, I'm willing to, that's the kind of guy you want to, want to play with because uh, we're going to win together, we lose together, playing hard, and uh, he really played hard out there. So they had some bright spots. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, D.L. looked good, too. He was really surprising. Uh, 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 you know, I like Felton. They, they look good. I liked what with, with, uh, Larry Brown's doing with those guys. Uh, one thing that I did notice that Jameer Nelson dribbles the ball too much, and I think in the end, that's going to be something that they're going to have to look at because uh, if your point guard brings the ball across the half court and he dribbles the ball 15 times or so, uh, that means that he's not looking and surveying the court, or nor is he uh, setting up teammates to score. And I'm not saying that he doesn't have the ability to set up teammates to score because he certainly can do that, but I just think that you know there's something to be said about everybody touching the ball and, and kind of feeling their own rhythm because uh, everybody has to have their own rhythm to play. So uh, that's just something to take notice of and and to watch how Jameer handles that point because it can't be a point guard battle uh, when you're playing in the playoffs.
2: That's right. Pass the damn ball, man. Well, last but not least, Wizzle, and speaking of point guards, I got a new philosophy. King James needs to be the point guard of the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's the first person that came along that can do like Matthew Johnson. They need to play him at the point guard. But, anyway, uh, Cleveland in four games over Chicago. Five guys, double figures, two with double-double. Shaq looked really good. LBJ was pretty quiet. Uh, just a business-like performance for him. Derrick Rose, I like him. Uh, Joe Kim Noah. I like him. Uh, it, people in Chicago hope for Dwayne Wade. I, I don't know what to say. It's going to be a sweep. What do you think?
0: Um, I think that it possibly could be a sweep. I think Chicago could pull out one game. And just because Derrick Rose is such a stud, and 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 Joaquin Noah really plays with such a, I mean, he really really plays hard too. And I, I like Vergeau. They play almost a light, but it's you can it's kind of sense the difference in their dads, if you will.
1: <laughs> I good. Like, you know,
0: I, Cleveland obviously looks good. They maybe they probably should play LeBron at the point. Uh, but uh you know, I I really like Cleveland and what they have going. Obviously they'd look to move beyond yeah. Chicago. Uh and Chicago's got a lot of problems in terms of dealing with their coaching uh, and, and coaching decisions and, and you know they they have a couple problems too, but they have a good team and and they got a lot of money that's been freeing up. So, uh, but I think they can get one win.
2: it's possible. Hey, Danny Ferry, if you listen to me, you got to take uh you know your biggest matchup. Uh, LeBron James, he's a point guard. He can stick the point guard. He can stick everybody on the floor. Put him at the point guard, man. Let him hold the ball. and Get yourself a good two guard. Coffee up. Let's do something, baby. Let's get it cracking. Wizzle, yes. Next week, baby, we're going to do it again. Whizzle, we're going to do it again. Everybody, Blog Talk Radio, this was the Wizzle, and you know I am the D-Man. We are bringing it to you every week. Until next week, Whizzle, we enjoy you at the same time, or oh, a different time, man. It's midnight. You know what's up. Five o'clock, baby.
0: Hey, Herb Chicken, and I'm about to watch Sherlock Holmes. If you haven't saw it, get to the movie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, baby. hey, baby. Oh, you got hey, had, you had a blast. We didn't get to do hot topics besides
0: rolling with toys. To the game, That's
3: out next Saturday, 5 o'clock, okay? I'm on five share my phone today for you, babe, hey, i seen the commercial. Hey, baby, welcome time. to my home. Good night, you guys. Hey, you have good night,
1: all Hey, have you know it's just what what i on on not not no no they did